Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is the BFFs. I am Greg Sussman. She is a better-looking Frank Stample. <laughs> What's going on? Jen Piacenti, you're back! Hey, I am back. It's so nice to be back. It's, it used to be like more than once a year. Yeah. And now it, it's once a year, it seems. Now it's about once a year. How are you? I'm so good. You don't I'm, live in New York anymore. I don't live in New York anymore. I live in LA. I do appreciate that you got this nice six foot long table for us. We so do. We can, I gotta, we can be at a safe distance six to eight while we feet. talk about sports. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's not sports. much sports to talk about, of course. Um, as everybody knows that is watching, that is listening, that is hanging out with us, there are no sports. Um, baseball, Grapefruit League games have been canceled as of tomorrow. All spring training, I'm sure, has been shut down as of tomorrow. Um, there's no doubt they will push Major League Baseball the opening day on March 26th back. Um, the NCAAs, the conference tournaments have all been canceled. March Madness will be postponed. I'm quite positive of that. There's no NBA. There's no NHL. There is still XFL for now. Um, we have golf. I see that in the background over there. I think there might be NASCAR. There, for now, although I heard the NASCAR uh, is going to make an announcement. We'll see on that. Not good. There's no Broadway. There's no Broadway. I had tickets to a Broadway show yeah. on Sunday. I was very excited about it. And I don't get excited for that anymore. Um, you know, we, it's funny because it almost took sports for everyone to kind of treat this very as serious as it should be. And we'll talk, we'll talk baseball and stuff coming up with this hour. But it takes sports for us to kind of realize like how serious it is. right? It, and even me personally speaking, there's business as usual for me. Like I'm doing my normal thing. I can't anymore because I don't have the NBA. I don't have Major League Baseball. I don't have the NHL, MLS, or anything to talk about. And for all of us in New York and all of us around the country, there's no longer business as usual. And we will do everything we can um, to get through this together. And we will talk about sports. We'll make light of things. We'll talk about baseball. We'll talk about drafting right now. And we'll do all of that over the next hour. Jen and I are here. Like I said, better looking Frank. That's a better person. That's why she's here today and Frank's not. But here, right now, it's Alex Fasano with your news update. I am Alex Fasano with your Sports Grid news update here on the Fantasy BFFs. It is officially COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus. Watch the world of sports takes a beating. As you can see, here are the official statements. The NHL has suspended its season. Major League Baseball is expected to suspend baseball operations indefinitely. The following conferences have canceled their men's basketball tournaments. The SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, you get the point. All conferences have been canceled for March Madness. However, we are still awaiting selection. Sunday is still on and planned for Sunday 
as of now. However, the one league not being affected too much by the coronavirus is the NFL. They said today that they have, quote, no plans to move the start of the league year as of yet. The league, however, did cancel its annual meeting that was scheduled to be held in Florida from March 29th to April 1st. Several teams have also restricted travel for their coaches and scouts because of the virus. The following teams, Washington Redskins, New York Jets, Minnesota Vikings, Miami Dolphins, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were among the teams to pull personnel off the road and restrict travel. Also, the Philadelphia Eagles won't send their coaches to the upcoming Pro Days. The 2020 league year is scheduled to begin at 4 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, March 18th. Teams must use their franchise tag or transition tags by 11.59 Eastern Standard Time Monday, and agents are pending for free agents to be permitted to talk to other teams as well. Well, you said it, Greg. There's not many sports to talk about to preview, but there is XFL this weekend, so let's give you some lines. The Houston Roughnecks visit the New York Guardians. Roughnecks are your six-and-a-half-point favorites. The total, 46-and-a-half. The Dallas Renegades visit the D.C. Defenders. Defenders are your four-points favorites. The total, 35-and-a-half. The Los Angeles Wildcats visit the Seattle Dragons. Wildcats are your three-point favorites. The total, 45-and-a-half. And last but not least, the St. Louis Battlehawks visit the Tampa Bay Vipers. Battlehawks are your three-and-a-half-point favorites. The total, 45 two and a half. I'm Alex Fasano and this has been your Sports Grid News Update. Now back to the Fantasy BFFs. Alright, there you have it. The update from Alex. All the conferences that are not playing basketball, which is Larry Conference that's not playing basketball. The XFL uh, is still going. Jen, how, how are you doing through this? Obviously, you, fl- you flew. I did. When, th- when did you fly? So, I flew in yesterday yesterday night. How are the Air Force? How was the plane? Air- yeah. Airports and planes were amazing, first of all. I, I do fly often. I have, in the past week, been on a plane and not had to share any row. Right. I mean, nobody's near me. Um, the planes are extremely clean. You can tell that everyone's being very polite. Everyone's covering their mouth if they cough. You don't hear coughing. You don't see sniffling. You can tell it's all been bleached. You see them cleaning it. So in a strange way, it felt safer to fly this week than it has in the last three years. Sure. So that was fine. It was easy to get a cab at JFK. And then, of course, got in last night and everything really started to really unravel. So Yeah, Jen uh, in town for, mm-hmm. for Tout Wars, in town for the NFPC, in town for the GDD. And we may go over three here. Right. You know, all right. these drafts um, are being potentially postponed, canceled in, in some instances. And we'll, we'll just lay it out there. We are supposed to be in a draft together tonight. Right. Um, it was supposed to be at a bar on the Upper mm-hmm. East Side. Earlier this week, there was a vote to to cancel that um, and to just do it online as a, for an abundance of caution. I know some uh, members of the league are older. Some members of the league have to take care of their parents and their children. And it wasn't worth it in, in several members' eyes to draft knowing what else is going on. And that was fine. So they wanted to do it from home. Now the MLB announced that they are postponing spring training and, and more, more than likely postponing the start of MLB season at least a couple of weeks. I mean, if, they'll have to. If they not certainly longer. can't. I mean, I mean, because I mean, obviously this brings a lot of stuff into question. We can talk about yeah. strategies, and I, I, I've already we're, thought we're, about a lot of things. And um, But they obviously can't start the season on time. It's impossible yeah. at this point. If they're going to suspend spring training, it's not healthy for the players. It's right. not good for the team, just period. So we had another week or so of spring training left. And if we're stopping spring training, let's say for another a month, right? The NBA kind of holding things out for 30 days. Everyone seems to be holding out for 30 days. We'll kind of reevaluate in mid-April and see where we are. If the MLB does that, you're going to need another two to three weeks to kind of get everybody ramped 
back up. And I'm not saying pitchers can't throw because they will. And I can't say hitters can't hit because they will. But it's not the same. And you're going to need, like I said, another couple of weeks. And that's why I've had in my head that, like, you're looking at May 1st. And it's a legit possibility we don't start baseball until May 1st. So you're in a ton of leagues. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. If you're supposed to draft this weekend, which you are, you're supposed to draft tonight, which you are, would you want to postpone or cancel these drafts knowing that there is so much up in the air? No, not for me. How come? Um, because for me, first of all, I'm, I think it's going to be fun strategy to actually yeah. figure out how this works out, which is part of the game of this. Um, and second, I'm, I fear that if we postpone it, it just won't happen again the same way. You know? So as we say, sorry for interrupting you, but as we say, um, as we're talking about this, Ken Rosenthal has just come out and said the MLB is suspending spring training games and they are delaying the start of the regular season by at least two weeks. Okay. So it was supposed to start, I'm going to pull my calendar here, it's supposed to start 28th. on March 26th this year, this is a Thursday, um, and they are now pushing that back to at least April 9th. Okay. So we have two more weeks of information at that point, maybe. Um, but So if it's only two weeks, I'd still rather draft tonight. I guess if it were two months, it might feel different. Two months feels different. We're talking about two weeks. You're talking about, like, two starts yeah, no. for, for pitchers. You're, and I'm not saying it will be two weeks. It's at, it's at least two weeks. The goal is that we're, hopefully as a country, we'll have a better handle on right. what's going on by the middle of April. And you can at least make plans of some sort knowing what's to come. This is what we know now from MLB. So we have to just make sure... That, well, I can't make sure anything. You can't make sure anything because we don't know anything. <laughs> but I agree with you. Yeah. I want to draft tonight. Yeah. And, I, and I said this on Twitter, and Frank and I are a team tonight. As everybody knows, we're a team in life. But he texted me as soon as I re- responded to the email about postponing the draft tonight. He's like, what do you mean? Like, why do you want to postpone? Because he, tw- he had a huge tweet. You have to postpone drafts. I'm like, uh, no, you don't. And I tweeted out, like, there's more chaos. It makes it more fun. There's more uncertainty. And I like it. I do too. It was a lot more questions. It makes it more, more fun. <laughs> and somebody too. responded like, you think this is fun? I'm like, no, this sucks. All of this sucks. But we're all going to have to be home. And we're all going to have to be quarantined. And we're all going to have to sit here and be on the air with no sports to talk about. Yeah, I want to draft for fun. And I bet you there's going to be a lot of uh, draft champions going on. People are just at home with nothing else to do. So they're going to spend money in draft. Why not? I'm Absolutely. going to do that. I and I want to be able to do that tonight <laughs> with people that I enjoy hate hanging out with who I can't hang out with, people that I enjoy being in a league with, a competitive league. And yeah, you know what? The cream always rises to the top. I'm sure by the end of it, Ian Khan and Cushing will be at the top anyway, like they always are. But there's a lot of uncertainty tonight, and that's what makes it even more challenging and more fun. And that's why I voted to draft. Yeah, I had the same vote. Um, Even though it's supposed to be a private vote, now you know how. I, I, I replied all, so here's the thing. So I replied all by accident. Like uh-huh. I didn't, I, I truly didn't mean to uh, reply all. I previously had emailed Steve when he asked, like yes. specifically, yes. but I just pressed reply and I didn't realize it was replying all until I got an email saying, how do you reply all? I'm like, oh, damn it. They're all going to think I'm trying to We're do this. We're all purposely. in a hurry. Yeah. But, um, I think drafting tonight, again, it's, it, there's a lot of strategy. We can talk about this. There, now, all of a sudden, some injured players come into play. What is the new value of Justin Verlander now? Justin Verlander, James Paxton. Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger. Giancarlo Stanton. Michael Conforto. Michael Conforto, right? Aaron Judge. Ha- Willie Calhoun. All of these players Ooh. who, quite frankly, <laughs> you're sitting here, and we've done it for months, and you have too. But like, all right, well, I'm not going to worry about this. Cole Hamill's another right. one. I don't yeah, want, it's a I, great one. I don't want to pick this guy. He's going to be out. Who knows when he'll be back. Well, now I'm like, 
Mike Clevenger is only going to miss a couple weeks of April anyway. James Paxton was going to be ready mid-May. Chris hmm. Sale, maybe even. Chris Sale. Gary okay. Sanchez. Name your Yankee. They're on this <laughs> list. That's what we're talking about. We have a lot more of that to come here on the BFF. Show you a chance to get yourself hang out with you. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. As we said, going to break, and now the press release is out for Major League Baseball. They are canceling the rest of spring training and postponing the season uh, beginning at least two weeks. So right now, tentatively April 9th, but of course this is all up in the air as we've heard a lot um, from our government over the past couple of days. Things are going to get worse, unfortunately, before they get better. We've seen around the world how that happens. Now there are places that are getting better, thankfully. Yeah, China's already getting much China, better. South Korea is seemingly mm-hmm. uh, on the path getting better. Right. I don't really, in all honesty, trust anything from China these days. Right. But, you know, I, I think that it has to get really bad before right. it gets better. And hopefully um, all these uh, containments and more testing will help uh, us um, get better sooner. Yeah. Now, I asked Frank this yesterday. I'm going to ask okay. it to you. Assuming the draft happened tonight, and again, I don't think it will, even though we know for sure there's two votes to the yes. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Ian Kahn sent an email as well to me directly uh-huh. saying he voted yes. Okay. So that's three. I we- think Rick Wolf will want to do it. I really? Don't, I can't guess, but you, I think he and Glenn will you, be in. Can you like shoot a text? My you, guess. Can you shoot that text? I, I, I can text him. I know that Text guy. him and tell him to push for it. <laughs> I know that uh, guy. So, uh, all right. So we only need, like, we need eight, right? That's all we need, eight? I think so. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully... Get there. When was, I feel like we've was got there. three. We got three. I feel like Nando's a secret no. You do. I do. It's so Nando. So, I, I was like, Dane's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, dude, why not? It's more fun. <laughs> we got you're just, you're just, whatever. So anyway, I asked Frank this yesterday. Okay. How does your strategy change doing a draft on an online auction oh, versus in person? Man, this is such a great question. So this is one of the things that I'm a little. So I am actually doing a live draft tomorrow. So grateful. Oh, my home league is still happening. That's I'm awesome. Here, so maybe it an auction or a snake? It is an auction. Can it is live can auction. I, so can I be in that? Right? <laughs> I, I Do you want to come? I know. You should yes. totally just come. I might. When, when is it? Collect the auctioneer. What time? It starts at 8 a.m., but it goes all day. Like all day to like 4 p.m. Why is it such a long auction? Because there's a lot of drinking. There's Bloody Mary bars. There's catered lunch. You know, if I. It's like a thing. I have to work, but if I didn't have to work, <laughs> I'd be really yeah. interested in being there. So, yeah, and, and so a lot of what I do in auctions has to do with how the room feels and how it's going and, like, how you nominate and what you hear in people's voices, the energy. And so I don't know how it's going to be with an online draft. I've never done anything but a live draft. And I'm a little wow. concerned about how non-emotional it's going to be in a weird way. Um, and that so, my, so we've been in the GDD for two years now. Um, and the first, well, in the first draft, like we had fun, got a lot of dirty looks because we were having too much fun. <laughs> a lot of dirty looks. A lot of people were like, oh, this is so annoying. I was like, all right, well, we dialed it back um, a little bit last year where we're serious, but we're still a little cheerful. This year, I, and I could reveal our strategy. We did it. Now you're sitting across from me, so I'll tell you exactly what we're going to okay. do. So we're, 
Uh, I had a couple plans. One, whenever Ian Con bid, we were just going to bid $1 more, no matter what, no matter who the player was, just to, you know. I mean, these things work. It's a good strategy, right? So uh, that was one. The second thing was, as soon as we drafted a player, we look around the room, and then we're just going to be like, that was easy. Boom. You're going to have an easy button. I was bringing the easy button with me to the draft. bringing the easy yeah. button. Uh-huh. Dang. Yeah. We had a whole plan. And either people are going to love it or they're going to be like, these effing guys, I want to murder them. But that'd be okay. But both. Get in their head. Yeah. All good. It's all the same. I mean, like, I can tell you, you can always bid Glenn up on Yankees. Sure. You've always been showing I mean, Otani up on Khan. Yeah. So, like, there's certain people, you know, and that's what makes it fun. And probably because I told you that online, but, like... I don't know if you listened at all to any of the broadcast of like the NL Tout or sure. the, or the Labor Weekends or sorry not yeah the Labor and you could hear like all of a sudden there's a bidding war for freaking Hector Neris why yeah you know and that's right. something that when you're online I don't think that's gonna happen I agree because you're not it's a you're not in the room you're not like yeah not that you don't have adrenaline because I've done online auctions before football admittedly yeah, yeah. but I've done online auctions and you you get there but it's not like the same like intensity yeah. In a way, and on all honestly, my online drafts, my online auctions, I've always been in the room with everybody. So we were surrounding a table. So it's like you and I right now, but like, like this. I see, I see. Yeah, you, like, you see them. And I see you like. Okay. See, that's fun. So that's why I even thought, you know, if we could even draft in person, but still, you still can't do it in person. I mean, if just, we draft tonight, you're more welcome is. to come to my apartment. I'm, a, I'm like hanging. I'm like, you're, you're more, you're more than welcome to come over. I brought tonight. a pizza. Uh, that's literally all you need. You're welcome to my apartment <laughs> if you bring pizza. That'd be great. Yeah, but I mean, I think that is part of it because you don't, you don't know, and you can't feel the energy of the room, right? And the other thing totally. I'm worried about is that one of one of the things I've always liked about it is I'm pretty good at keeping a cat catalog in my head of who's available and yeah. who hasn't been taken. Sure. And everyone's going to be able to see it. Yeah. Which kind of like exactly. is a bummer. Like, oh, well, Jonathan Scope's still there and I had him valued at $3 and, anyway, so I'll just wait. And you can't like give people that impression that they're running out, that there's scarcity. Right. And the other thing, and the other thing for me was, and I know a lot of people use draft software in, in leagues, especially yep. some of these yep. uh, higher price players. Um, they use draft software. Mm-hmm. But for us, like, I, I don't, and I just, a guy goes, I cross I him know, off. I know, I have a right? list. And- right, and I, and I have my spreadsheet on my computer, and I just cross it off. Yeah. But now, I, if you and I are, are in a bid together, I can see your team. So if you, right. have two out, if you have two outfielders, and we're going after each other for a third, I'm like, oh, she doesn't need this one that badly. Yeah. I, I, I probably could outbid her here. Yeah. I know that now. Yeah. I don't know that when we're sitting there, like, I don't know who the hell Jen has on her team. Right. I'm way too focused on my own stuff. Right. But now, being on an online auction, I could really take the time yeah. to look around, especially if there's a player that is being bid on that, you know, I don't have any interest in. Uh, let's say Mike Trout. Like, I don't expect to go up for Mike right. Trout, but he's going to be an expensive player, and mm-hmm. there's going to be a bidding war for him. Well, Drew, when Mike Trout's nominated, I could sit there and be like, all right, so this person's I'm competing with this person for this starting pitcher. Uh, they've spent some money here. And there's, it's, it's totally different. It is yeah. totally different. I think it's totally different, too. So I don't know how this is going to go at all. Um, if it goes at all. Here we go. If it goes I, at I'm, all. I I'm mean, literally just refreshing my email, I, waiting to be disappointed. So I'm going to put a request out to the fans. Should they redo it as a um, live auction? Maybe we can just, like, raise some funds, like a GoFundMe to right. send Jen back to New York. That's not a bad idea. Right? Hey, that's not a bad and idea. And I'll name my team. I'll rename my team. Whatever you want. Whoever the benefactor is to sure. send me back to New York. If we do the live auction. I got to know if we do a live auction again. <laughs> yeah. Because even if baseball starts, they may do it with no fans. And then we're like, all right, so let's just do it. Let's, let's just do but it I online. mean, that's a whole other question. Like, yeah. what's going to be the difference now? Does that make you upgrade Astros if there's no fans? Oh, we're going to get to that. We are going to get to the Astros. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. So this there is why, no way for me to before, that. Before, the, before the coronavirus <laughs> hit, like, this is why I wanted to have you oh, here, boy. was to talk about the Astros. Okay. So we're going to get to the Astros, because I have 
I'm really excited to talk to you because you're a fan. And yeah. there's, I want to hear the fan's yeah. perspective of it. So well. I, I'm interested in getting that, and we will do that coming up in, in a little bit here. But in regards to the difference in, in strategy, nominations. That's right. o- that has always been a question um, that I've struggled to answer in every sport. What is the proper or any nomination strategy? And you have people just that say, and not incorrectly, all right, I just nominate players that I don't want because I want money off the board. We'll use the Mike Trout example. I don't expect to draft Mike Trout tonight. I'll throw him out early. Somebody will spend $40-plus on him. Cool. That person has $40 less. And I'm like, yes, that is a valid strategy, but I feel like, like it doesn't do anything. I feel like I could use my nomination better. Wiser. Wiser. That's the perfect word for it. Then there's a strategy where it's like, all right, you switch it up. Sometimes you do high-priced players that you don't want. Other times you players that you do want. Then there's players that you nominate that, all right, well, at the end of the tier, you already have a second baseman. You nominate the last second baseman of the tier. So, again, more money's off the board. Again, that doesn't feel right to me. So I pose it to you, Jen. Do you have a nomination strategy? Not really. I actually vary it. And one thing I do like to do, though, is sometimes I like to casually drop in a very middle player that I know I want at a time when Love there's it. a bunch of high players going Love or low, player go- low players going. People are like, what? If I just go, now this happened a few years ago, but I remember sure. I went, Charlie Morton, $7. And it was just like crickets. Yeah. The room was like, I don't, I don't know yet. If I want Charlie Morton, I was going to plug him in. And right. I knew I wanted Charlie Morton. Right. And I said, Charlie, and I got him for $7. I remember that. Because that was the yeah. auction we were at was two years ago. And... Charlie Morton's a really good example because tonight, Charlie Morton, if this draft happens tonight, but this season, right. Charlie Morton is still a valuable pitcher. Right. But he's not a top five pitcher by any means. He's not necessarily a top 10 pitcher. And, and where you have Charlie Morton is going to vary, of course. Charlie Morton is like, let's say, a top 20 pitcher, right? If you nominate him super early before the Beavers, the Flaherty's, the Strasburg's, people aren't going to know what to people do. People are going to be like, if I say Charlie I Morton twenty dollars, are they going to be like, I'm not ready to? I'm not ready to think about Charlie Morton. Right. Like I'll, I'll get the, like, let me get my ace first before I move on to Charlie That's Morton. Right. And that is a conversation that Frank and I have. It's like, wait, if we could just nominate a guy like Charlie yeah. Morton early for like twenty bucks, do you think we would? Everyone would be like, I'm sure, sure. That's what'll happen. I agree with you, <laughs> and I, but I almost <laughs> think that that's better in a live offline format. 100% we're, we're, agree. We're Jen, you're just like, all right, Charlie Morton, 20 bucks. And we're just like, you're like Jen, just, just, Charlie bring, Morton. just bring me more nachos or something. Exactly. You know? like, like, can I get a beer over here? Yeah. Now if it's tonight, I got to go to my wife and be like, I got a beer over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a like, lot get longer. it yourself, you schmuck. <laughs> that's, that's what will happen yeah. there. Um, that's what happens when you get married. Is, is that true? <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> now it's like, so now I get yelled at for being too bossy. For being too bossy. How am I bossy? She goes, let's just witness this. Uh, a few moments ago, you said, hey, we're going to watch Hunters on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. You weren't like, hey, you want to watch you Hunters? Wanna- it was like, hey, we're watching Hunters. I was like, well, that's, we discussed we're watching that. But like, what if I wanted to watch something else right now? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> this is marriage, you know. The rest of it. It is what it is. <laughs> anyway, tonight, I hope, I hope we draft. I'm just ready. I do, too. I'm, I'm ready, just ready, too. I'm ready. Uh, so, Frank... Frank's watching the show. He? He's listening, and he goes, quote, no Charlie Morton name drops. I was like, I did not drop the name. Jen yeah, dropped the name. I was going to ask Her you. Her right there. I was going to ask you how in you guys are on Joe Musgrove this year. Oh. That so was my question to I you. I believe, I'm going I'm to, re- exactly what I was about to bring up, Sean. What? I was going to reveal this right now because Sean's, uh, Frank's not here. 
Who is our guest coming up, Sean? It was supposed to be Musgrove, yes. Wait, it was supposed to have Joe Musgrove Are on the show. Are you serious? Yes. Am I? It was. Wow. You know so how much they love Joe Musgrove? It was Musgrove. supposed to happen. Do you guys know how much they love Joe Musgrove? There was actually a chant about it a couple years ago. Oh, we had it. We, 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 I told Sean, there's a producer. We, Former Houston we, Astro. We, we reached out. We were Joe Musgrove's only fans. We had more Twitter followers than Joe Musgrove did. And we're like, dude, we love you, man. I watched his debut game. We're like, come on. Let us promote you. He didn't. And now, two years later, out of nowhere. Wait, why is he not I get, coming I, on? I get, because of the coronavirus? I, I guess everything's kind of shut down. Two days ago, Sean texted me out of nowhere. He's like, hey, I got you Joe Musgrove. And I'm like, no I'm way! I, so I kind of like that Pirates pitching staff, the possibilities. You? I think they're sleepers. That's interesting. I'm a huge Brian Reynolds Safari Planet guy. I love Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds, too. Right, fantastic. We got a whole lot more coming up, including Jen's thoughts on the Astros. That comes your way. Next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. For once, I love being on the same page as the person across from me <laughs> at this table. Like, it is so much, it is such is a breath of fresh air. bad TV, though? Are we supposed to fight? No, you know what? It's no, great TV. we were TV. just talking over the, over the draft. So, so um, I'm reading, like, tweets that we've gotten yeah. throughout the day, and it's like, oh, Greggy way off base as usual. Uh, Frank has to deal with this on a daily basis. <laughs> I feel bad for Frank. Like, oh. You know what? Jen Piacenti is proving to me that I am the logical one here. Oh. We are sitting oh, here. sorry, Frank. We are sitting here during the break, and we're just, again, talking about our draft, because that's where our heads are at right now. I mean, not that they're not where they should be with the praying for health and happiness, of course. But we're talking about how, I don't want to say cool, I don't, I'm so petrified of saying the wrong word here. Like, how things will operate if we draft tonight. How much more important FAB becomes. How right. this is an, this is an ex, this is an experts league. People around the industry want to know how experts are reacting to drafting right now. That's right, and I think that that's important because we can relay back. Like this is how we drafted Mike Clevenger. Now this is how we valued Michael Conforto. Now exactly. And also, can you text we, Steve? Too? We have. He, 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 I'm not even kidding. I'm like I'm not kidding. Uh, Do it. <laughs> so and also the fab becomes so that's something that you know there's a lot of debate in a lot of leagues. Like I know everyone has a different way that they use their waiver wire. Sometimes it's just add drops. Sometimes it's, you know, snake priority. Um, we have a free agent acquisition budget. Yep. You have $100 to spend there. And that's strategy in and of itself. That's managing the team. And that's something we still do. Draft postpones. Draft postpones. Yeah. Thanks for They're quickly. not tuning in right now to... B wins. Yeah. We will postpone our draft. I'll reimburse all of you who have already paid. Difficult decision, but I think it's the right one. All things considered, especially how MLB is officially announced delaying opening day. We'll know when the season starts up and how much it will be impacted. We're trying the past few days, not to mention the uncertainty ahead. We resume. There may be a possibility of doing the auction live again with all our hearts. I in think it. that might be what he's kind of. I'll do my best to try and make it happen. Seeing everyone in person, the camaraderie of the GD families, it makes this group special. My mission from day one. Peace. There you go. I am so deflated right now. Womp, womp. I am womp. so deflated. Like this has never happened. I'm xing out my rankings now. <laughs> I know I had a massive spreadsheet ready. I was really excited to use it. I was so yeah. excited. Now, like, I don't have an auction to do for 
God knows when. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do when we're all stuck at home? Should we start a food blog? I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Yeah, I mean, you got the one coast, I got the other coast. I have this thing I'm famous for now, apparently, that I don't like bananas, and I get a lot of heat for that. Because you do, like, a whole thing about bananas. Yeah. Like you bananas. try to convince me to like bananas. But I, I feel like it's not possible. You don't, if you don't like them, you don't like them. Yeah, I, I don't like bananas. Or you don't like them. It tastes good. It is what it is, yeah. So the draft postponed tonight. Demoralized is all <laughs> the best word I have. All right, so the draft postponed. Let's move on. Okay. The Houston Astros yes. uh, are cheating scumbags. So... You are a you are a fan of said cheating scumbags. Okay. What is your reaction to to all of this? So obviously it's been really difficult as a fan because you're you're a fan. You have to stay a fan. You can't just that's just kind of how it works, right? Um, you're a fan of the franchise. It's been incredibly disappointing. Incredibly but, disappointing. Some of my greatest memories, like one of my best memories ever in life, was being at the 2017 World Series with my with father. father. Yeah. You know, like I've told this story before on this show, but it's. It was really hard. Um, but as far as going forward, I, as far as fantasy is concerned, I think that there's still a lot of value there, and we can talk about all of that. As far as being a fan, I'm going to not wear my hat this year. I don't feel like it, you know? Do you think, they, gonna, do you think that any of the players should have been suspended? Do I think any of the players should have been suspended? Um, Probably. I mean, this is where it gets tricky. I think there are players that are on other teams now. Mm -hmm. I think there are players. I think there was more coming from above. I don't know that it, they say it was player led, but it's like pointing fingers. And where do you start that? Where do you stop that? I don't know what they should have done. Probably there were a few players that should have been suspended, but then where do you draw the line? I think you probably have to suspend the whole team if you do it. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, well, I think. Giving them all immunity, you needed, you needed to do that to get them to talk. Get the honesty. We know that. But, but when you see what it's become, and I understand that Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve are the faces of this. It certainly seems like Carlos Correa was very much involved as well. I don't know how they can go off unscathed, right? Like A.J. Hinch, um, Jeff Luno, they get suspended and ultimately fired. And the players right. are a problem, even though you are the ones that did it. Right. Like, fine. The managers are responsible. I get it. But if your child, if you're a, your child gets in trouble at school, they did something wrong, fine, you yell at the parent. That's true. The child's the one that did it. And yes, you can sit down, the child, and be like, if you tell me the truth, nothing will happen to you. But then usually something happens to them because they did something wrong. And the Astros players did something very wrong. Now, the coronavirus, rightfully so, is going to out, uh, overshadow all of this, obviously. It is. And when they come back, I think everybody will be so excited to play baseball that we're not going to be like, oh, yeah, those cheating Astros scumbags. So, again, it's, it's good for the Astros in a way that this goes away for a little bit. But it was a black heart. I was really wondering how you as an Astro fan, not from a fantasy perspective, but you as an Astros fan... And I see it. Like, like you said, 2017 is one of the greatest memories of your life with yeah. your father. Yeah. I'm not taking that away because that's always going to be there. Yeah. But, but it's it, tainted it's, in a way. And everyone keeps saying that. But that, that's always going to be there. And sure. you know what? Yeah, it is. But it's not the same. I'm sorry. It's not. Really? If you have any idea, like, especially now that when I'm an analyst, the amount of interaction that I see um, and that I get from people and 
Dodgers fans and Yankees fans and Astros. It's so nasty and so yeah. ugly and so awful to look at. And you just feel like, okay, so I saw something that I truly believed was amazing. I was at home in Houston. It seemed everything seemed legit to me. It was going back and forth. The lead change it was a great game. But now we don't even think they should have won the World Series, maybe. Right. Like, what? how can I say I saw this amazing World Series game where this happened and then Bregman hit the, you know, mm -hmm. RBI, winning RBI. Did he? Did he have a trash can? You know, so it's it does change it a bit because I can't even happily tell people. And I went to the World Series and posted a picture of me and my dad with the Astros. Like, that's it's not a popular photo. No, it's, it's very <laughs> much not a bummer. popular photo. Yeah, you know? it's, I get it. So... It almost seems like you, you're hurt by this, is the right oh, word. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the fans are hurt. And I will tell you that you should all know that the few Houston Astros fans that are going around, you know, making shirts that say hate us, that I, I hope you know that is not most of Houston. I think that's a few people that are reacting because they've been, you know, they feel like they get bullied. You do feel as a fan like you're starting to get bullied, too, just right. because you're a fan. And it's not your fault. You right. didn't know. You're not, you, you shouldn't be suspended. And then what are you supposed to do? Like, d leave your team? Like, what if it was the Yankees? Would you really just be like, and now I forswear the Yankees forever? You can't. I mean, it's such an awkward situation. It is. It's an extremely awkward situation. Um, and there's no right way to handle it. Right. Do you blame the players and teams that have come out and be like, yeah, we're going to hit them? Yeah, I think that's absolutely inappropriate. Okay. I do. Basically, they, basically their response is MLB is not doing anything about it, so we will. Yeah, I just I think that's not the way adults handle things. Probably right. I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's they bombed like, us, so we're gonna bomb them. Well, they did this, like, you know, well, you know like know it's, it's almost like it's it's safer to have a, a fist fight than have a ball a hundred totally miles an safer. hour. Completely, yeah. If you want to go have a fist fight, go out in the backyard and do it. Absolutely, but a ball to the face, right? Like, you can you could kill someone, like, actually kill someone. Yeah. And you'd be doing it, and you'd be thinking you were a hero. You'd be living on national TV, so you need to think about what you're doing, too. I mean, you saw what happened with, like, Albert Elmore and the foul ball and the little girl. Look how that affected. Devastating. I mean, just imagine that you do that to a player, and then that player's done. Right. It can happen. It can. It, and it, the whole world will see it. And they will. <laughs> Like we said, Corona is going to change all of that. Baseball, if you're just tuning in, uh, MLB has uh, postponed the start of the league uh, at least two weeks uh, to around April 9th. They're supposed to start March 26th. Spring training has been canceled, along with the NBA, along with the NHL, along with the MLS, along with college basketball, both men's and women's tournaments. All done. All gone uh, at the moment, uh, unfortunately. You mentioned the Astros from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Is there value in these players well, because nobody wants them? That's what I think. But again, this is something that might change again. If you're drafting tonight, which we're not. We're not. You're drafting tomorrow, um, at least. But maybe by the time the drafts come around again, maybe people won't be as prejudiced against them, like you said. Maybe there won't be value anymore. Because right now, sometimes people can get an Altuve in the fifth, sixth round. How are you not going to take Altuve in the fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth round? Right. right? I to totally agree with that. But right in two weeks, maybe people have forgotten about it. Maybe all this will have overshadowed it, and people will be like, yeah, Tuve's been good for a long time. He's a second-round player. You're not going to get a value anymore, and then you have to really decide. I, I see the same way about Alex Bregman. I, I know nobody wants Alex yeah. Bregman, but he was amazing last he year. He was amazing. And he's He was an amazing prospect. He qualifies at short and at third, so you have positional flexibility. Yeah. I mean, he's a, why wouldn't you? But, and it, but if you have to take him in the first round, maybe you don't want to.
Yep. The uh, Jack Curry uh, is speculating that it's a fluid situation with Major League Baseball. But as we forecast what the MLB season might look like, they could delay the season by three weeks, sprinkle in seven double headers over the next five months, and then end up with about 150 games. I mean, they, have they talked at all about just eliminating the All Star break? I, I haven't. I'm playing through that. I haven't. Seen nobody that. watches that. Yeah. Yeah, nobody watches it, but like it does it get money. more ratings than like yeah. any other baseball yeah, game. That's true. Nobody watches baseball in general. Yeah. Uh, the XFL will have an announcement at 4 p.m. today. We'll get the latest on yeah. them. Uh, that's coming up in 20 minutes from now, so I'm sure that news will break beforehand. Um, but that was inevitable. Um, Vince McMahon's uh, WWE uh, put their show. Uh, at their performance center yesterday. It looks like SmackDown on Friday will also be in uh, Orlando at their performance center as well. So that's another situation worth monitoring, of course. You can't, there's no way, there's no arena, there's no city that you can just bring in 10 to 15,000 people anymore. I mean, right. New York, for instance, doesn't want large gatherings of 500. As you, as you right. said, they closed Broadway. Right. And it wasn't even like. And that's know, a big blow to the city. Huge blow. Uh, I, my wife works at a museum. Yeah. They have to close. They don't have a choice. Really tough time for everybody uh, right now going on. uh, Both New York City, of course, home and away. Uh, We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more with Jen Piacenti about our draft. It's not happening tonight. Uh, And and a whole lot more. The BFFs continue on after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, final 15 minutes, coast to coast with Pharrell. You know he's going to have a lot to say. He came on the air yesterday, and he was saying how uh, he thought it was a lock that March Madness would ultimately get canceled, uh, and he was right. Uh, him and Jared Smith were talking about it yesterday on the program, and Jared's like, I think it's 50-50, and all it takes is one. And we saw that last night, Jen, with Rudy Gobert. And him getting corona changed everything, I right. think, for a lot of people. And as I keep saying, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, I've seen projections that, Millions of us will get it. We don't necessarily even know that we have it. Well, I mean, that's the other thing that we have to all keep in mind is that the coronavirus is a strand of virus that is part of the flu sure. and the cold, and they've known about this for forever, just like the rhino is part of it, right? This is just a new strand of it. Yep. So there's certain things that we aren't resistant to yet. Over time, we're going to build up immunity just like anybody does to anything. anything. And they are obviously working really hard right now to get some kind of a vaccine and all of that as well. So we know eventually we're going to be able to stop this. I mean, I can't imagine that we can't. But if we do these precautions now, I think they're hoping that we can just stop it from escalating. And so it's just much easier to contain, knowing what we do know. Um, but, yeah, once it we, – we may all have it. <laughs> I mean, I watched the video from Tom Hanks' son, and, you know, Tom Hanks, of course, yep. now she had me. He's like, you know, they're not really that sick. So just because you have it doesn't mean you're going to be in a terrible state. It just means we have to – to keep an eye on it and keep you from transferring it from to other people. And that's what we just don't know because we don't have the tests. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we may all have it already. And that's the thing. We, we, we may have it. We, again, like Rudy Gobert was ready to play basketball last night. Right. He, was, he, he felt fine. He was ready to play. Yeah. 
and he had the coronavirus. Like that's right. how you know right. that it is could be within any of us. Like I feel 100% fine. You seem 100% right. fine, right? Like we may have it. We may have had it for a few days now mm-hmm. without the fever, without the cough. Without the sore throat, yeah. And of course we we just have no idea. <laughs> Here we are. Um, yeah. A whole, uh, it's a whole other story, obviously. Um, I want to get into some players. Now that we're not drafting against each other, hey, right? yeah, let's just happening. talk about players. Let's talk about some players. I want to. Here's how I was going to connect. It. All right. So, a former Astro. Okay. When you were growing up. Was Craig Biggio? Yes. His son Kevin Biggio. Yes. Now plays baseball for the Blue Jays, who we were just talking right. about. Pretty hot this spring. Yeah. And the Blue Jays and the White Sox, two teams that everyone's looking at, like, ah, oh, they are fun. They are fun. Kevin Biggio's kind of been one of my guys, along with Brian Reynolds, Safari Planet. Those two guys. Do you get that joke or no? I don't know. Come on. Like, Frank doesn't get it because Frank doesn't get pop culture. But, like, <laughs> I feel like you could have. Brian Reynolds, Safari Planet. Nothing? You don't watch Saturday Night Live? Sorry. No, no SNL I used to. Tracy Morgan. So Tracy Morgan used to do a sketch okay. called Brian Fellow Safari Planet. Oh, I don't remember. And it was that. like a, it was one of the, his more known <laughs> sketches. And he basically played uh, a, a child that wasn't all there, and he would just see these animals hosting, a sh- and he hosted a show called Safari Planet, and Brian Fellows, and now it's Brian Reynolds, Safari Planet. It's okay, I had a whole thing that I did about Alexander Madison they all football season. Love it. Some people got that. Alexander actually, Madison. Actually, some people know Hamilton, but yeah. Speaking of Broadway, because listen, you can talk about anything right now. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Hamilton for the second time okay. last month. Yep. I bought uh, my wife tickets for her birthday to see Hamilton yeah. on my birthday. It was like a really brilliant idea. I mean that. Did tr- she agree? Truly. Yeah, she did. She didn't feel like that's like when you like buy a woman lingerie for her <laughs> birthday. <laughs> she did not. She was like, "All right, sounds good." Well, thanks, honey. Glad. Well, listen, all I got out of it was I just got to pick where we went for dinner. It was like no big deal. So we saw it, and I liked it like even better the second time. Yeah, I did too. It was. I did too the second time I saw it because it's a lot easier to follow. Correct. Like the first time you're just like, what my mind blown. Totally. What's going on? There's so many words. You can't understand all the words exactly. The so, second time's better. I watched the second time. I'm like. Not only do I understand it way more, but like yeah. the second act, which I always remember as being like slower. All the fun, oh, yeah. so- all the fun songs are like the first act. And the second act, you're like, all right, it's a little slower, a little more boring. It was it's amazing, brilliant. brilliant. I know. I have the same reaction. I'm also obsessed with Tamar Green, who played George Washington for me. He is. I've seen him do. Oh my god, he's better than the original. I really believe that. He, it's- you talk about like George Washington. You talk about like presence, right? Yeah. This guy. Had a presence. <laughs> and I, I wanted to give him when he does um um what's the what's the famous George Washington song in the second act? Um One Last Time. One, yeah. He does he does one last time, it was just his swan song in the show. I wanted to give him a standing ovation in the middle of the, the show. Song? It was amazing. I've like you gotta send him fan mail. I, By the way, do you know that I play in my big league? I play tomorrow because I got a piece of fan mail from someone that saw me on stage and now we're we're partners and I in this money lot so always send fan you never know where it's gonna lead so we, lo- <laughs> we looked him up because we were so impressed yeah. he like does like just like voiceless it seems like he's like yeah. a, he's not like Lin-Manuel Miranda right? Like a, right he's like a normal Broadway guy yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. For working more people work. they're just working people yeah, yeah exactly as you were saying they're all yeah. kind of pumped that they have off of work yeah um <laughs> so I was like this guy's amazing I will I will follow him in whatever show he does next I will see this guy that's how impressed I was I love that it was how it should be. It was awesome. I'm not saying like every character is better than the first time I saw it. Like there are some actors and I, I won't name them. Like I was like, mm, I really liked it better the first time, but it was still really cool. Really enjoyed that. Did you see Lin Manuel? No, you did. I remember this. We talked about this, and I was so angry at you. And then I saw another guy that was honestly probably. I saw so Bobby McFerrin's son do it. Who 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know his mother's an opera teacher? I did not know yeah, that. So Talented family. Amazing things we could um, with here. I the saw Taryn Killam as King George. Oh. That, King George. The best role. So Taryn Killam <laughs> was better than the person that played King George for me. And I also decided I like Taryn Killam better than Jonathan Groff playing the role. Really? Listen, I didn't see him. Well, do you know who I saw? Um, oh God, the guy that was on Smash. Oh, that Christian Morrill? No, I'm sorry, not Smash. The other one that was about Broadway. It's Deborah Messing. That's Smash. That was Smash? Yeah. Oh, you saw Brian Dorsey James do it? Brian Dorsey James was amazing. He was the original. He was amazing. He came back to do it Crazy. when I saw it, and he was amazing. Awesome. I'm, I never laughed so hard. That is... See, Hamilton, this is what happens. Sorry, guys. We're supposed to be talking about sports, but hey, there Whatever. is no sports. You've probably been so. on Broadway. You've probably yeah. like Fantasy Broadway or something. <laughs> are you, are you going to see Six? You know what Six is? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not here long enough. You're in like that community. Yeah. Um, if I come back. So six, six is about uh, Henry VIII's Six Wives. Mm-hmm. And it's like 80 minutes long. It's like a pop musical. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. I, I had tickets it. to go Sunday. But now I cannot. They'll, they'll, they'll do it for you. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't agree. Come on, Michio. Are you in oh, or out? Oh, Michio. So um, am I in? Yes, I am mildly in. I'm not as crazy as some people are about him. Now, here's the thing. I think that Kevin Biggio is more valuable in an OBP league yeah, than an average yeah, league, yeah, and that's yeah. one thing to be aware of. I do think he'll run. Um, his dad, obviously, is a great hitter, Three, you know, 3,000 hits, you know, Hall of Fame. Um, but I'm not 100%. I prefer, like, Bichette. Okay. You know, I think Bichette's better. Yeah, no Bichette's doubt. Better, um, but yeah, no, I like Kevin Bijou, and I all those baby Jays are having a great spring. They I are. Love it. You're getting excited. You see, you see Vladimir Guerrero's price dip and then go back up. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't want to have a share of Vlad Junior? You got to at least I'm, try at least in one league, right? I'm back with you. You can really go big. I mean, I'm not convinced it's n- not enough to where I'm putting him everywhere, but you can have at least one share. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think um, Bichette, You want we want somebody, right? Even though it's like Lourdes Gurriel, I'm like, all right, I could deal with that. Yeah, you, I love Lourdes Gurriel. Actually, yeah. I've actually rostered him for like three the last couple of years, and he's always paid off. Sure, and maybe this year it's even better. Like he's batting third, I think, in this lineup according yeah. to roster resource. Yeah. So it's like, all right, sure, yeah. why not? And then I mentioned, um, I mentioned my man Brian Reynolds. You said you like okay. Brian Reynolds. Why is that? Because he does everything. It doesn't cost you anything. And he's like a mini Michael Brantley. Could he's not like agree the more, cheap Michael Brantley. Could not agree yeah. more with you. See this, this right here. How about that? Maybe we should have a team together. Maybe we, we, we agree too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally with you with Brian Reynolds. He's a mini Michael Brantley. Gives you good average. Could get you like 15-15. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, absolutely. Cool. And then like you spent nothing for him. He's your boring player. I am a big proponent of having a few boring players on your team with your stars. So the problem with Frank is that he likes all boring players. Oh. Like he's obsessed with like old guys, right? So I mentioned like Charlie Morton before. If there's like an old guy, like Frank's pretty interested in them. Like, so he's like he's like the all Joey Votto. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Not that old. Not like Joey Votto <laughs> and not like Miggy Cabrera. Oh, he doesn't okay, like his all right. He likes Justin Upton. Oh, I love Justin Upton. He's he's a sleeper pick for me. He likes Justin Upton. He likes Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew uh, McCutcheon, I'm not so sure about anymore. Besides, he should only ever be a pirate with dreads. By the way, agree on the dreads. Um, but like McCutcheon is another player we drafted tonight. Like, oh, he could be back around me. He could be. He could be. But he's not one I'm pursuing. Sure. Um Justin Upton I like because he's it always been a source of 30 home runs. I mean, he's never been injured until last year. That was really an outlier. So I'm all about Upton. Um, but now that we've said that 100 times, and you're going to have two or three more weeks to hear that before the season starts, he probably won't be cheap anymore. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, no. that's the other thing that's all going to change. And being in that lineup where you kind of look at it, you're like, wait, this is like way better than I 
realize this this lineup. Yeah. So um, that, that, that's with the Angels, yeah. with Mike Trout, uh, with Shohei Otani at DEH. And that's another one. Shohei Otani, that arm could be working a whole anything. lot better than starting May sure 1st. Could. Sure could. Interesting. I, I think I think that's another interesting one. Yeah. So, whole lot going on there. Yeah. Um, with what's going to change in May. All right, we have two minutes left, Jen. Okay. Uh, where can people hear you, watch you, listen to you? Oh, yeah, you can check out my work at FantasyAlarm.com. I'm also on SiriusXM Radio regularly on Friday nights for Alarm After Hours. And then um, I'm supposed to be, if you guys are listening to the Tout broadcast this weekend, broadcasting the Tout Mixed Auction this Saturday from 3 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see if that still goes forward. I hope it does. But otherwise, you can find me on SiriusXM or at FantasyAlarm.com. I'm writing for the Jim Bowden Draft Guys. There you go. And I've seen you, you tweet a lot of stuff with Jim Bowden and... and, yeah. and uh, tweeting out like what his yeah. perspective on things and yeah we've done a few radio shows together and he's a, it's great because we get a little bit of inside information that you're not getting so he'll be like oh I just texted you know Dave Martinez blah, 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 right or whatever you know and and, and you're like oh that's the new closer da, 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 da. I know something somebody else doesn't right you know, so we get we get that um, GM connection that a lot of uh, people don't so that is the one advantage of the Jim Bowden draft guide that's one of many advantages. and you can use code Jen J E N if you want to get it at Fifteen percent off. <laughs> if you're listening, there you go, uh, Jen. We really appreciate you coming in and hanging out. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, I'm, so ha- I'm so happy you came in. I'm so happy I'm Frank sorry. wasn't here to experience hope- it either. <laughs> it made, it made the show so much better. So it was great. Hopefully, I can see Frank next time. But well, hopefully, you know, you'll be back when we do this draft. Yeah. Ultimately, if we do this draft, that would be awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming. Up next, it is Coast to Coast with Pharrell. He's at the Meadowland Sportsbook, which is closing down uh, pretty shortly. I want to thank Sean and Alice for the fantastic job downstairs. I want to thank Chempia Chempia for joining me. Frank and I, well, I, I don't know about Frank, but we're going to do this all again tomorrow, one last time this week. We hope. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.